Boys, we are back. And look who decided to join us for today's podcast. They can't look. We've got... You're welcome. But uh, <laughs> we've got two very special guests alongside us today. Super Carp- special. A lot of First of all, Carp is back. I know <laughs> I know that I've been doing podcasts without Carp because we don't know he- we don't know where he's been, but he's back. But Brendan actually disowned me as a friend. That's one. Two, we have <laughs> Mr. Friendzone himself, Nick Ferullo in the Nihau, house. Nihau, nihau. <laughs> little little bio on Nick. He's been friendzoned six times. <laughs> that's Whoa, that's a little over exaggeration. All right, but he Five. uh. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, let's Four. cut to the talk. Uh yeah. So Ferru- introduce the no, other. Yeah, okay, no. Yeah, yeah. Wait wait wait. Excuse me. Wait wait wait. Hold on. And we also have Brennan's cousin Stuart. <laughs> Not that. It's Christian. Stuart. We've got. Who the hell names their kid Stuart? <laughs> Don't insult our People listeners. People who are named Stuart. Don't insult our listeners. Is there a kid named All right, Stuart? but anyway, Carp is back. Uh, Ferulo's here. Uh, two big hockey Stuart. guys who are joined. You know, Carp's a hockey guy. You know, Carp's a baseball guy. You know our bios. Ferulo, big hockey lacrosse guy. Christian, big hockey lacrosse Lax. guy. Oh, yeah. He's a lax guy. Both of them. Talk about the PLL. I, I, I play a little bit on this. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never heard you ever once talk about the Because if not, I'm really like, I mean, I'm a big hockey guy. The PLL. Um, for for the three people that listen to this, um, Vito was was highly requested oh. to come back. Wait, he was requested by himself. Let me ask. No, there was a comment on on one of the podcasts that I Why? did alone saying, he "Where's Vito?" Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Anonymous. He created anonymous. He created anonymous Spotify accounts. That's an inside joke. Anonymous. I can say anonymous, but he um, created them just to comment and request himself. I know Vito, and he definitely did. When was he on? Okay, but anyway, was he on? He was on like a few months ago. We were talking about like NHL trade deadline. Yeah, I got heated that podcast because you guys just kept rattling off like the fourth line for the the Maple Maple Leafs. Leafs. (laughs) And what did I say? Goaltending win playoff games. You hear, yeah, Zach, and they you did. hear Zach Hyman tore his ACL. He did. He played the whole series with an ACL. Yep, injury. I don't believe it. No, three games. Three games. He did it after game four. Isn't a Hyman yeah, like a female body part? Game four. Uh, it is, yes. It is. Okay. Let's get into it. So anyway, um, Vito's not here. All I right, apologize cool. for, for anybody who wanted him back. Um, I, I know that he has been requesting that he come back to the podcast. So we'll get him back as soon as we can. But we're going to dive right into our only topic of the night. It is 1.39 a.m. So we're only rolling one topic. We're talking Bruins and Blue Jackets game two. We're, we're just gonna hash it out. Bruins, Bruins. Just got back. From a All four of us were just double present game. at the Garden for the terrible double overtime loss. The Garden. If you didn't know by now, we're all Boston sports fans. Oh, public service announcement. Actually, sorry. Before we get kicked off. No, go ahead. I feel like I look. I didn't have any alcoholic beverages. Um. After I drove, um, wait, no, I'm just kidding. Before I drove or after, I didn't drink. But I feel like you're missing out if you're not drunk at the garden. Like, like the the Boston Garden has to be the highest concentration of booze bags in the entire world, especially at a Bruins game. Like compared to the Celtics game. Oh yeah, Celtics games are a bunch of like forty year old white dads where they're like, "Yay, Gordon Hayward." The Bruins, that's like it's just like. It, it's rough. Especially I so Especially yeah, in the playoffs, there's more more. Dope the new thing is people dope. are keistering vapes and taking them <laughs> out in there. We we saw a woman get her vape conf- confiscated. There you go. 
We saw a woman. It was, it was the most intense situation. They were acting like she had a gun. The woman was like, take the vape and come with me. It was like, it was, there were no joke and on the vape. In the 100%. same way that the vape was removed like that, so was Chara's playoff importance like that. I mean, they And a great to segue worst. to our first yeah, topic, Sedano Chara. Thank you. Thank you. That's why they paid me the big bucks. All right, so we need to talk about the fact that you've got players out on the ice who, who shouldn't be out there. Suck. Um, I don't love the lineup. I don't love the fact that David Backus hasn't played since game five oh, yeah, of the last that, series. That guy. Oh. Stop texting me. That was... Anyway. You know what I... That I, I think loud. that a, a hot take would be to get Carson Kuhlman back in the lineup. I love the way that Kuhlman Who is played. he? He's a, sure. he's, a rookie. <laughs> he's a rookie. Just came out of Minnesota Duluth last year after winning the national championship with captain, them. Was captain, he? yep. Uh, he's so got I, a weird-looking head. That he's a weird-looking face. He does. He's, he's, does. Got, he's, he's a weird-looking kid, but he's been His playing. head is like He, he has some good size. chemistry with Debruskin, uh with Krejci, so... Listen, I don't love the fact Columbus is playing very physical but against Kuhlman us, and we don't have a physical player on the ice. Chara can't hit anymore. Like, your your most physical player is, is Nordstrom, right? Oh. Maybe well, a Nordstrom's Chari. just no. the intensity. I don't know about the physicality, but he's very intense. Uh, yeah, Achari, but it, it, it results physical. in physicality. Achari says, that whole line is physical, but we I want Backus back, Mil- back need, in the line. Oh, we need Miller back. That's who we need. I think the, I think the big reason, too, is that Backus... Is, yeah, they, he's he's not coming he's back. Done, yeah. He's done. I think the big reason Backus is so big is in the lineup is because he's got that... He He's an older guy, so he has... The veteranship. Yes. And we don't and have he that. Is, he has earned that role as a physical player for the Bruins, which he didn't have at San Louis. Oh, he completely switched his game. Kudos to David Backus. Like, <clears throat> well, he only did that because he sucks. On right, but in St. Louis, he was like a goal scorer, and he came here, right. and he is now like a grinder that is a is good for a healthy that's scratch he, each night. Yeah. So kudos to him. <laughs> I think he should be in the lineup. Uh-huh. I don't, that's just I don't know if that's just no. Me. I'm a thumbs down on Backus. Look, I roll with Cassidy 24 seven. Anything he does, he's the man. Bruce Cassidy, the only thing that I don't like about Bruce Cassidy, he has to go see, like, Dr. Leonard and Matthew Lepresti. Those are the hair doctors for hair loss because his hair sucks ass. <laughs> but everything else he does, very good. Very good. You should see Chara's hair. <laughs> I hate Chara, too, but whatever. I... Look, so let's get into him. that. Like, like his hair? No. No, I think I think the playoffs. <laughs> what they did, what the Bruins did last year too, is with the Maple Leafs, they would switch up the lineup after a loss, and I think that they need to get back to doing that, right? Because there were a few people that would struggle. <laughs> as did that in completely the walks out Everybody and gets w- a drink mid podcast. That chocolate milk. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> a servant's yeah. Who just, did somebody just bring you chocolate milk? Yeah. <laughs> Give me some of that. brought him chocolate milk. What? <laughs> that was gas. Jesus. No, that's how are we? I didn't want chocolate milk. Well, <laughs> as I was saying, as I was saying, I think that uh, in the Toronto series, Bruce Cassidy did a good job uh, switching up the lines and getting people in there every other night. So, uh, uh, I think that they need to get back to that. Going back to Wait, Columbus. You think they need to get back to just playing multiple people and switching lines? I think that they need to switch it up. I think that uh, oh. for next game, I believe that Wagner should come back Look, out. Nick, you're a hockey player. Wagner? You're a hockey player. You think yeah. Wagner? Yeah. Sometimes. You're a hockey player. Kind of. You have to... <laughs> Dude, I'll punch you right in the throat. I know you will. Right in the throat. <laughs> you just took you one have... in the jugular, man. <laughs> no, you have to understand and like the value... That chemistry plays, especially between line mates, especially between line mates who aren't that good. 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. when a line's clicking, they look good, and when they're like, you know, they're just not skill players. I'm not I saying just don't think you can shuffle them up. I was just saying that because of the last series in Toronto, right? They game five, they struggled um, with the lines they had. They switched it up and they they put some new guys in on the third and the fourth line, and they they switched some stuff up down the bottom of the lineup. But and and it ended up working, right? They they won game six. They didn't switch anything for game seven, and it stayed that way. So I think that as a a little bit of momentum that might change something. But I mean. Other than that, I mean, I don't know what else they can do to get going again. All right, so we're going to get into this it, later, but... It, but <laughs> I have a fix. He put Zach Seneshin in the lineup. Zach Seneshin, whatever Yeah, the guy that took it over bars. Now. Has an empty netter um, in his career. Iron Man does. Stop it. I'm serious, Iron Man does. No, I know, we know by now. But, okay, we're going to get into this later about what we think the real cause of the... <laughs> The Death. Bruins' loss tonight was excluding the officiating because I'm gonna rant about that a little later on. I think we all. Why, how did the Bruins it. lose this game tonight? I want to hear everybody's because we were all there. We all just witnessed. The crowd it. wasn't into it. I'm, I'm just gonna say it right now. The definitely. Crowd, the crowd wasn't into it. The players didn't have enough. Hope. That's definitely false. <laughs> what? Nope. Were, were you not. in the same garden? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. You sat it next to us. Awesome. Well, me and Brendan ourselves went to Game Seven, and just seeing the difference between it's game a Game Seven. seven yeah, but that was a Game Seven. I know, Let's but do it's or still, die. it's still like I don't know, dude. It's, no, 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 no. Does it start it, with it, the honorary flag person, human? No, it, I don't know, because when Gronk was there, okay, we can't out. blame no, Ali Raisman for the Bruins' loss. She didn't set the tone, obviously. Yeah. For, okay. No. Well, I don't know. She's she seems strong. She's a gymnast. Cr- you gotta wave that thing a little harder. Though. I'm just saying that the players didn't seem like they. I, no, I, it, I don't know. Pasternak and that first line. Pasternak is having the worst. Who's the weeks. big red dog on I mean, defense too? Clifton. He Clifford. He <laughs> he played over. Sucked. He, play, <laughs> he Clifford sucks. Clifford sucks. Uh, he Chara sucks. Chara is the worst defender. Krug is Chara does is gonna not. Be good. Okay, I agree. Hold a blue line for shit on the power. Chara piece. should not be getting the passes. minutes that he's getting. However, I like his veteran presence at, on this team as a locker room guy. However, he should not be leading the team in ice time. By no, any he, means, he, he can't. He can't do it anymore. Like no, it's to. just like, Char is good for either a delay of game or an like ice every of, time he touches yeah, the lack point. of production and lack of chance. I think going into overtime, they had like what twenty one shots. Yeah, they didn't even. That's they didn't. And the and last game in game they didn't one, test. They didn't test for Toronto too. And, yeah. Think about how many shots they put up per game against Toronto. And they in game like even in game one yesterday, like night well, Thursday night. Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday. Yeah, how many shots did they have in that game? I think it was like. Upper thirties or they had a lot of shots. They tested yeah. them. Yeah, so and that I was mean, the same game overtime. And they weren't producing as much. I mean, Pasternak scored, but that went off his freaking skate blade. He didn't even know. He didn't even um, know. Yeah. So yeah, we're he, still not convinced. He that did he, not he play was well. Bergeron did not impress me. Marchand was just skating himself in circles. He blew it for them. Carp looks like he wants Bergeron to. Blew it for no, them. look, Bergeron. Yeah, <laughs> Bergeron. Had issues on the draw. However, the ref kicked him out, I don't know, eight or nine times. Numerous. Well, if, on on 50 50 drops where he like hesitated. That's one of my pet peeves. Drop the freaking puck. One. And two, it can't be the same guy every time, especially like a 95 time Selkie trophy winner. Somebody who's known for faceoffs, who's known for like 
the little things. Uh, and, and all of a sudden I see Bergeron and the ref chewing each other out one time, like in between whistles. You never see that, ever. So, yes, I have a problem with the officiating. I know Brennan's going to go there eventually, mm-hmm. but I don't think that Bergeron looked that bad. Yeah, he had a lazy trip at the end and ended up costing them, but I don't think he played a terrible game. I think the well, offensive... The other thing is Bergeron's like... He, he's not a goal scorer, and I think people like miscategorize him as this like goal scorer. He's a playmaker. No, you see him, his forecheck tonight uh, was he does, excellent. He does a lot of things. He does the little things right, right. which make him such a good player. Correct. He's he's no, you and, know, and Connor work, McDavid or Tyler work, Sagan, Yeah, but the work that he puts in is like, it makes him the player that he yeah. is today. His forecheck really tonight does. was excellent. His, his playmaking ability is good. I really think that he gets a bad rap because he's not getting points, so, but that's not his main job on this team. Yeah. We have Pasternak, Marchand, DeBrusque, um, I feel like Krejci and Bergeron mm. are the same player in that sense. They're not sniper. I don't know if you guys saw it tonight too. Why was Cassie mixing Krejci with Bergeron? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that on the wing. Why two centers rolling two okay. centers? They weren't rolling the second line as much as they were. I didn't get tonight. No, the second line did not get first, a lot of looks. First period. They didn't play we, for the we, first few first minutes. First period, the first few minutes, they they like rolled right over their shift. They were out for the first few minutes. Okay, yeah, so just, so, which is strange just about Bergeron, if you're on the first line, like, yeah, I get it. You're supposed to, like, he has a different role, kind of, he you know, takes face-offs. He's a two-way player. But, like, if you're on the first line, you are meant to mm-hmm. get points. And he has got points. Like, right. over, he missed what? Like, I think it was up over 15 games during the regular season. He had, like, yeah. over almost 80 points, was it something? Yep. I mean, that guy gets freaking points. He gets I mean, points. But, 100% he does. No, I, so it's like, I mean, I think the last point he had was, I mean, I don't know about, I mean, the last at least goal he had was game seven. That was literally. <clears throat> Point two seconds to remaining. It was an empty net. Yeah, and I don't know how many goals he scored in that last series, but I just think that like whole line, shit. (laughs) 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 Some, all right. Well, Uh, I think what I think the a big thing is too comparing to the line that we saw all year with Bergeron, Pasternak, and Marshan. When they mix those guys up. Like in the playoffs, it like worries you, right? They they haven't been doing the same stuff that they did all year, and they they to be honest, I mean, I think that the Bruins would be doing much better than they actually have been if that line was producing the way that they were in the regular season. Yeah. He has he has five points, three goals, two assists in nine games. Yeah, and, okay. it, and he's <laughs> that's actually and he's, good. A, and he's a plus that's one. Good. That's plus actually one. pretty good, but that no, but that's what you need. Like every that's because he if he provides that, that's why they're winning. Like he. But look if at he Char- comes to play, then the whole line feeds off that. Look he's at like, Charlie Coyle, though. Like, I mean, yeah, he's, Charlie he's, Coyle he's and been Yo- playing and phenomenal, Hansen, right? Yeah, and third, third line. Johansson, too. Look at the points that they're putting up every night for the team. They're, no, no. Charlie Coyle sucks. Charlie oh, Coyle my sucks. God, no. Every time. His puck possession, excellent. His forecheck, excellent. His puck possession, excellent. excellent. Brennan, the blossomy coming from your mouth is like verbal diarrhea. You're asking jealous. You know what? No, you know what? You know what? Tell me, Charlie Coyle. No, 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 no. He is. He protects You just said his puck possession is beautiful, flawless. It is. He has caused two goals now. Two goals the other day. Um, in the first game, he causes that goal with the turnover at the blue line. And then the second goal uh, today, where he just threw it into the center of the ice. Okay, but you can't tell me. That bad that puck what, You can't tell. You, no, 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 no. You should know it. No, 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 no
Listen to me. You watch him in game one take that puck through the zone. He had about five guys dangling off. Oh my god, an NHL player taking a puck through the zone? He had about five guys dangling off of him. He kept possession of the puck. He maintained control. He looked for the right play. That's how he scored the freaking overtime goal. Going to the net with people on him. The way that he works in the offense. Every time he wins me back as a fan, he does something stupid that pisses me off. I agree his turnovers tonight were bad. He also created one goal. I'll give you that. Right. I do, I do think for that, both teams. I do think okay, that so Charlie Coyle out. can. So he sucks. What? No, why are you drawing such a big conclusion? <laughs> I mean, if you go back and you look at the the stuff that he's done, he's a very, very he does protect the puck well. Like offensively, when he's in the zone, it's my guy. He, he protects <laughs> the puck. He's a BU well. product. Like he may be one of the best. I mean, I know Martian and Bergeron and those guys are good, but they have a better. They, they obviously have more skill than cool. Coil. But for for the bottom six forward, like like. Coil. I mean, it's just... Well, that's what's scary. Our bottom good. lines are carrying this team. Our top lines aren't doing shit. Yeah. And we're winning games. The, the problem with Coil is... Imagine like, if our top lines were producing Brennan, as well. The, the problem with Coil is that, like, since he's a hometown kid, and everybody, like, knows that, it's like once he scores a goal or does anything well, no one's... Everybody just kind of goes just blind. Just wet to, like, in the, the pants. Yeah. And Everyone then they're like, the shit, crowd. this guy scored a yeah, goal? True. I agree, yeah. And then it's like... And then it's like, everybody thinks that. I, think I, I agree with that. He, but in the regular season, you, like, you don't remember. Like, he, he didn't do anything in the regular terrible. season. They played like 15 when games. They that they have, like, was when getting they crucified for it. Exactly. And Dude, now all when of a sudden, they made like, that trade, God. it was so bad. But I'm I thought so, it was terrible because Donato was doing. You were, saw Donato and Minnesota. I, I'm sorry, I hated Donato, dude. He did nothing hey, for us. And people say, "Oh, hey, we traded cousin, Sagan, and he did." That's our cousin's girlfriend's cousin. Our cousin's ex girlfriend's cousin. Cousin. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that was the like do not like. There's some players who just don't work out with a team and will work out great with another team. People say, "Oh, we traded Tyler Sagan and now he's you know popping off in Dallas." Oh, we traded Donato. He scores four goals in his first four games. But when they played for the Bruins, they didn't do anything. Donato was up and down between the AHL and the NHL. The we, what we needed was was Charlie Coyle, a veteran presence. He's been around. He's a hometown kid. So is Donato, but it's a little different. Right. So yeah, you count on veterans. You count on veterans no, but to that's be what solid. The Bruins are to, doing. Sure. Can you tell me that Ryan Donato would have done the same thing Charlie Coyle is doing in this playoffs? Sorry, Brendan, I'm not a fucking story fortune teller or whatever you want me to be. No, tell me Ryan Donato would be would be playing the same way that Charlie I, Coyle is. I liked I thought Charlie Coyle would be the MVP of the playoffs thus far. Right. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying he's cost us two big goals. They okay, I agree with that, that he's made two big mistakes. No, I'm not saying that the that's the end all be all for him. As a veteran guy, you're like, we brought in this veteran to be this. This the backbone and anchor. Nick, shut the hell up and anchor the the, the bottom six forwards. Bottom six forwards. Like hockey, like throwing pucks in that. Like, shut up. Oh, my God. He's not that good. I, I 100% disagree with that. I think... No, I, I think... 100% disagree with that. I think they're bringing in these veterans because they want a Stanley Cup. And He's a Rick Nash that scores You goals. think they want to win a Stanley Cup? I... Okay, <laughs> no shit! We have hot takes coming right now from our guest for... 31 teams want to do that every year! No, wait, I Nick know, broke this but news But they're going just now. for a cup run. They did. They are! In the <laughs> playoffs! <laughs> exactly. Wait! No, but listen. What? Before the playoffs started. They, they weren't They in traded the for Coil. The only reason they traded for Coil. I can't look at you with the straight face. The only reason. <laughs> 
The only reason they traded for Coyle was because they knew that Donato wasn't going to do anything the entire playoffs. <laughs> I can't look. You're doing good. Keep going. <laughs> That's the only reason. Because he was down in Providence and they weren't going to bring him up. And I think that that is why they needed Coyle at the moment. But And he didn't do anything. And people were worried. But then as the playoffs has gone, gone on, look at what he's done. I mean, like, you can I mean, say that he's made like, mistakes, I mean, but he, he has shown up in help these playoffs. Help me out here, Stuart. <laughs> he has shown up You're cute. in these playoffs. <laughs> he's shown up. You can't deny the fact, yeah, he made two big mistakes. Yeah, he caused this, he caused that. I don't think his defense is great. But he's shown up, and you don't win games if he doesn't put the puck in the back of the net. And I think that, for me, is the end-all, be-all when evaluating his play in the playoffs. So I think... The conclusion to be made, Charlie Coyle is a good player. Uh, well, I agree. Wow. You guys are both well, outstanding and hot You're the one who's let's saying hop, that he sucks. Let's hop to the next one. Which is a hot take. At least I'm going somewhere let's with my hot take. Let's hop to the next hot take with the stupid refs. No, 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 not yet. Why? Oh, oh, oh. I, I am hearing, I have sources at Nesson. Courtney Cox, source at Nesson. Not the Courtney Cox from Friends. Uh, Courtney Cox. Um, from Nesson, Todd Angelique. 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 Angelico. Angelique. Angelique. He's the Bruins national anthem here. He actually also is a bartender in the luxury box bar upstairs. So that, after he sings the the national anthem, he actually runs upstairs to go mix cocktails. Which I is can huge. attest to MVP. that. I can attest to that. I have seats in the premium club. He was bartending when I went to a regular season game because our seats are next to that bar. Weird brag, man. It was not a weird brag. You would have asked me how I got yeah. up to that bar, and then I would have. Well, that's seen. not really a hot take. I mean, that's I not a hot take. That's just I think news. The <laughs> that's just a fact. For, um... All right, whoever Renner, whoever sings the Islanders for Renee, for Renee Ray. <laughs> the girl who sings the Islanders national anthems is so bad. All right, Where did take, they find her? Hot take. <laughs> we need hot Fergie take. up in here. Now. Hot take. Hot take. How did Gregory Campbell look tonight? For the... Nathan Horton, outstanding. <laughs> Dennis Soddenberg and your Ferens holding the point. Mark Johnny Savard Boychuk. now plays for the Blue Jackets. No, there is a Savard on the Blue Jackets. David He's Savard. one fat David. little chub. Marco Sturm. <laughs> Marco Sturm. All right, All right just, what do you want now, Brittany? We're just pulling Tell me what Let's you talk want Let's talk about now. the refs. PJ because, yeah. And this, I, isn't I just, this isn't just me being a biased Bruins fan pissed that they just lost. It it's a problem. No, it it's not. Is. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because this happened to okay. the Vegas Golden uh, Knights, too. You know that I, I, call. Keep going. You know that I have no ties to the Vegas Golden Knights whatsoever. I actually don't like them as a franchise. No. But they got screwed. Yeah. The, the officiating this postseason has been so inconsistent. It's actually maddening to watch a game where... I'll use the Vegas Golden Knights for an example. There were lots of cheap shots being thrown that game. The Sharks were down four or three nothing in the third period, and the they started to throw cheap shots and they were throwing the body and no calls. The refs didn't even you know bat an eye towards it. They just kept going and they were like, "We're gonna let them play," which I'm fine with. State your position early. However, this is where the inconsistency factor comes in. Joe Pavelski gets taken out in, uh, on a faceoff. He unfortunately hits his head on the back of the ice and starts bleeding. Five-minute major, tossed from the game. But we've seen that same hit earlier in the game, no call. But the fact that he started bleeding is automatically a five-minute major. Like, it's hockey. Things happen. What the fuck are you watching? <laughs> I had to pull up the Toronto. I called it. They don't answer. But anyway... 
Wait, um, so you thought... So, like, that's the thing. In the Bruins game tonight, you're in two overtimes. Patrice Bergeron, I'm not arguing that it wasn't a penalty. It was a blatant trip. Earlier in that overtime, the Columbus Blue Jackets throw hooks at Patrice Bergeron, throw slashes at Brad Marchand, David Pasternak got tripped, Jake DeBrus got tripped, even McAvoy, there was a pretty blatant hooking call and like a little bear hug type thing that they they missed. So where's the consistency? That's what I'm asking. Like, Like, if I don't care what calls you make. There's going to be bad calls. Know. There's going to be good calls. Make that call throughout the game. Like, if you're going to call it like that, call it early and, you know, state your stance. We're going to be lenient on the calls or we're going to be very heavy on the calls. Carp is currently calling the NHL offices right now. Are you leaving a voicemail? This is the office. What do you guys want to say? Yeah, That's honestly, get terrible. it, get Come it, get on. it together, dude. This is this is the TBR podcast, by the way. Uh, you're live on the podcast. Get it, get it together. The inconsistency is is utterly disappointing. You guys gonna call the penalties as that a, you would call in October? As a fan, I'm, as a fan, I am pissed off right now. Like honestly, you guys got to get your shit together. You got to talk to the refs. I mean, you suspended two refs for making bad calls. So like, what does that say about your league? Honestly, that's the review. Hang it up. Okay, did. All right, so like, can I just get back into this real quick? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, you need to be consistent, and it's the same thing in baseball. If an umpire is going to call a tight strike zone, that's fine. But call- just be there all day and exactly. don't in the ninth yeah. inning. Exactly. Don't show up in the ninth inning I mean- and then and then give freaking, you know, when when whoever's down one nothing. That's that's the other thing, and I talked about this in the NFL, where the um where the uh, the refs in the NFL were being inconsistent. I think they buy into the hype a little bit. It was a hot take for me, and Carp kind of Carp kind of he he was just like, no, don't think like that. Where I was saying that um refs like buy into the hype of like you know the comeback almost, and and you know if refs are biased or not towards any team, because I said it's hard to be a hundred percent unbiased when you're an NHL. NFL, NBA, you know, whatever it may be, referee. So basically, tonight, if you didn't see the Bruins game, uh, double overtime, Patrice Bergeron trips, I forget who it was, maybe Anderson or somebody in front of the net. Was it Atkinson? It wasn't Atkinson. It was not Atkinson. It was Anderson, I think. Yeah. He goes down. It's a it's a trip. Um, and they call it, send him to the box. Columbus, Columbus goes on the power play and scores the game-winning goal in double overtime. Um, we've seen that exact same trip slash hook, whatever, throughout the entire playoffs, throughout the entire game, go uncalled. But you're going to wait till double overtime when, you know, the momentum is pretty even at that point. I didn't think any team had come out fire, excuse me, firing early in that period. In the, in the second overtime period, like I didn't think the ice was tilted one way or the I, other. And I then agree. you just took that game and gifted it to the Columbus Blue Jackets. It changes the whole series, too. It changed the whole series. It's 2-0 or it's 1-1. And the Vegas Golden Knights, same thing. You took a, a Vegas Golden Knights team in Game 7 that was going to win that game. They're up 3 nothing with, like, what, six minutes left or whatever? Yeah. You give them a, You give the Sharks a five-minute major. They score four goals on the five-minute major. Like, I mean, if you're a Vegas fan, you're livid after Honestly, that. you're it's, livid. Because without that bet, and, and once again, yeah. same right, hit. Same. same hit you saw earlier in the game go uncalled. Yeah. But now you're going to call it when there's an opportunity for a comeback. That's what I don't get. It's and it's it really makes it maddening for me. Like, I sit there and I really, yeah, you can you can link back to earlier in the game and be like, oh, the Bruins didn't play well. This was a soft goal. This was a soft play. 
but the end-all be-all of that game was that the Blue Jackets had a power play yeah. in double overtime. I didn't mind. Like, it, it's the playoffs. No matter how you get to a win, you get to a win. Like, if you win, I don't care if you played well, if you played like shit, if you played with six guys mm. on the bench and you had nobody, if you had 30 guys on your bench, if the goalie sucked, if you can win a game in the playoffs, you take that win because you only have to win four in every series. Uh-huh. Okay. Like, I, agree, I agree with Brennan, though, because I think that, I mean, like he was saying, what they call a penalty in October is not a penalty in April. And it's, by any means, and no. it's by, It's by just no not means. even close because t- players know that too, right? And it limits the skilled teams. Why do you think t- uh, Tampa got knocked out in four games? Toronto. Tampa. Tampa. I'm talking about Both, Tampa. I'm saying. Okay, yeah. Why do you think games. both of those teams? Because okay. both... Because Columbus got away with holding and hooking and all of this stuff in the Tampa series. Yes, they won the game and they scored goals to win those games, right? And a sweep is not what and I don't think anybody expected. No. But there were... There was a lot of interference, holding, stuff that would have been called in October that they won't call now. And it limits those skilled teams and skilled players... Which is why okay. I, I don't think that they so, can get through to the Stanley Cup. I actually like that was a good call, the Patrice Burr's round trip. But I oh, would have I would have loved sure. I would have loved to see that um, Duchesne penalty not happen because he kinda oh, threw his no head way. back. And I mean it's it's playoff hockey. The problem is it's like yeah, it should be refed differently from like the regular season in the playoffs. Like they should let a lot more stuff go, but they don't yeah. define that line with the refs. Like it's literally the refs just kind of like they just they 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 kind of define that line themselves, and it's just from game to game. They're kind of like, all right, well, we're either going to call it this close, or we're going to you know like they just define how close they're going to call it. And I feel like there should just be like a general rule, like you're going to let them play. Right, unless, and that's it's where bl- I... unless it's blatant, but like there are some refs that just decide I'm gonna like make this like a regular season game, and I'm gonna call it. Right, know. so that's where I go back so, to the consistency because the NA... there were obvious penalties on the Columbus Blue Jackets in that overtime. There was a blatant hook on Patrice Bergeron when he had the game on his stick, hits the post, and oh, you yeah. have to think it's because of that hook. No call. So I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with you establishing the fact that you're not going to call penalties in overtime. That's fine. Like keep keep the whistles in your pockets. I'm fine with that. Or if you establish that you're going to call penalties in overtime, that's fine too. But don't call it one sided. Call it both ways, and don't be inconsistent either. Because I think the Duchesne call was the softest thing I've ever seen. The stick doesn't touch his face. No, it's I, a clear dive. It touched his face, but it was. It kinda... touched his visor. It did not touch his face. Well, it I, never touched his actual. Cheek. I mean, Duchesne just threw. But that's head the back. issue. In in October, that's a penalty. That's a penalty. He, Mark is smarted our ass. Yes, on that, dude. He, he dude. was acting. But that's an easy and we're, penalty. That was a good kill. It's a penalty, but in the playoffs, they don't call that. So but when we're they just do, using that as an example, surprised. is saying like, dude, they're not calling it both ways, and the Bruins <laughs> lost that game because of the referees. I don't care what anybody says about how the Bruins played because there's so many what-ifs that you could go through. We could be here all night saying, oh, what if this happened? What if the freaking Grizzlick dump on Var- on Bobrovsky went what, in the net? Yeah. It, would could... have been two, it would have been two goals for him right. in that game. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you could sit here all night and talk about the what-ifs, but <laughs> the last straw... <laughs> oh, you want to talk about it again? It sounds like you. an ugly name. It did, it it's like Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Ross. All right. It just we can like stop. Your neighbor, but okay. Ross-y. But th- that's the point. Is there's so many what ifs that you could say. We met my neighbor. Could have ended that Mr. game. Or, or, 
or change that Bob game. Rowski. The one thing that you can't say what if to is that, hey, that penalty was called. Do you want to shut up? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to take you seriously. Also being the guy who had somebody bring him chocolate milk in between the middle of a podcast. And you just went on no, a no. huge rant. I love how, like... He, like, just knew when the thing was coming. Yeah, like, you just went to the door and you <laughs> met the chocolate there. milk guy. It was there. You didn't get you didn't any other. search for it. it was and and Ferrulo's sitting over here. He hasn't had milk. How long have you not had milk? Like, I need something to drink and... and that's bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you just went on a huge rant for like half an hour. Iron my Man dies. My throat feels like the Saharan desert right now. The hell? <laughs> I'm serious. That's bullshit. Yeah, it's fuck, fuck this. And the ref's right. inconsistency. Let me tell you something about consistency. The consistency of my fucking saliva right now <laughs> is so bad. I'm so thirsty. And you're ch- chugging chocolate milk. Listen, buddy, I could have gotten you a chocolate milk too. But you didn't. That's the point. <laughs> you, uh, no, you, here's you the were thing. in on the here's heist. The, you just didn't like your cut. Cho- here's we're the, done. We're done with the chocolate. Here's the sad thing that transpired that we don't acknowledge, right? He definitely got a text saying <laughs> he did. The chocolate milk he did. is here. He did. <laughs> it's waiting outside. Yeah, did you? Did you did. initiate the chocolate milk contact? Yes, you did. How in the hell did you Need know? Chocolate milk. It's on top of the candy machine. <laughs> oh Drink my it God. all. Drop I got a fast. text. I got a text. So they okay. So there's not a human standing there, but <laughs> no, it was it was. I thought they were handing it to you <laughs> through the doorway. Here. <laughs> I thought they walked over and just literally placed it in the wow. hands. Alright, is there anything else you want to talk about? I mean... Yes, lots of no, things. No, you're going like to talk about... going to talk about the refs again. No, I'm not going to talk right, about the refs. So I'm done with that. The Kentucky Derby. <laughs> That's actually coming up. Okay, Doc right? Emmerich every five seconds wants to mention oh, the Kentucky Derby. Actually, though, speaking about the Kentucky Derby... They, 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 okay, horses. Clydesdales. Okay. Mm. Chara used to be a Clydesdale, and now he's just a fucking donkey. I don't care what anybody says. He was like a, he was like an absolute purebred way back in the day that could just get out there and just be the minute eater. And now he's like donkey from Shrek, and that's all it is. You really don't like Chara, huh? No, he hates him, dude. Chara's my favorite player of all time. Don't get me wrong. Like... Like, back in the day... I think I am getting you wrong. I had a million... Yeah, I think, I, I think I I'm way these, wrong. I had you, a million charges. Did I not just sit next you, to you no, and hear you bash the Dano Chara? Okay, look at the overtime goal! Look at the overtime goal. <laughs> that was, Chara looks lazy. Doesn't pick up any sticks. Was he on the ice? We should have got yes. beat twice in regulation when Chara got beat on a stretch pass on the far left side and second on the two-on-one where he didn't go down, didn't get his stick in the passing lane, didn't force the shooter wide enough, and Rasmus outstanding save even though he slid past his angle that's another so yeah do i not like chara anymore sure i don't like chara but he's my favorite player of all time because i hate chara but i love him when i was like three god when he was good and he was like i was like six and he was like 42 then he's 70 now all right. Uh, does anyone else have I anything about that game that they want to get off on their get off their chest? Uh, Tuca. 
too good. I didn't think he played bad. I thought he stood on his head. I think actually. he stood on his head too. But there's a few goals still that like I. Think the Panarin that, goal. I think that he can get the Panarin goal on the ice. I don't know if that's it's luck rocket, or what. It's that a was rocket, a rocket. But like if that's Bobrovsky, that's a save. Oh, I'm talking about the second goal where he he just tucked oh, it. Oh, well, that's corner. that's a terrible turn. That was filthy Which, shot though. <laughs> Like, that was like a once-in-a-lifetime bounce to it. Like, bounced out of the net. I know. It was so weird. It, I mean, I don't know. I think that Tuca played good tonight, but I still think that there's so many saves that he could have still had in these playoffs. A few in the Toronto series. There's been a few in this series already. The Panarin goal, the first goal on the ice from Panarin was questionable. He, oh. if, if that was Panarin scored in game one, too. Yes, and that was like 14 seconds apart. That Panarin's having a good series. If that, that was, was if that was Bobrovsky, that's an easy save. It's like there's a few. And even the one, even the second Panarin goal, it's not Tuka's fault, right? It's a bad turnover. But how do you get beat from the bottom of the circles when you're so – he's literally sliding past his net. He's overcommitting yeah. so much. And he's still giving Panarin runs. Talking about goal. inconsistency, Tuka Rask is one of the most inconsistent goalies he's I've seen. He's the most play. overpaid goalie in the NHL. However, oh, wow. does it shock... A, it should shock you. No, Why do I say that? He has Martin the third Jones best save percentage no. in NHL history. Martin Jones and the Sharks is a disgrace. He has the... Tuka Rask is the third best save percentage in NHL history. Did, the, did that surprise anybody? Surprised me when I saw it. Surprised me a lot. Number three. Who's number one? It's Hasek and someone else, and then Tuka for it's save percentage. He's 9 2 2. It doesn't make sense because Tuka's so inconsistent. And it's like some games he'll be good. But if you watch him in warm ups, he doesn't look like he tries. Here, I have it. If you look at him in the game, it doesn't look like it's he tries. It's just his style. It doesn't look like he cares or tries. Even All when right. he plays leaving the zone. Dominic Hasek, 9 2 2. Ken, Ken Dryden, 9 2 2. John Gibson. Then Tuka Rask, then Ben Bishop. Tuka Rask at nine two one. All time? Or are you looking John at playoff? Gibson, dude. John Gibson's a few years. I'm looking at all time minimum three hundred games. And Bobrovsky's up there as well. Minimum three hundred games. Longo. Yeah, I mean, because I, they, I don't, thing, I don't think Gibson's played. I think a different games. thing too is like why Tuka has all time playoff save percentage. He's fourth. I think why Tuca has such a good save percentage too is because right minimum three hundred games. Look at look at yeah. the goalie. Look at some of the good oh, goalies that are on the bad season. teams, right? Look at look at Lundqvist. He's on the Rangers, right? Possible. They don't do the playoff is minimum they fifty don't games. Do yeah, like I can't games. say. I was like, this is not even possible. It's like I think when Tuca being on the Bruins, they make the playoffs I mean, a lot of the years. Tuca's an all-time choke artist. I yeah, I have I zero faith in Tuca. Rask. How he won the Vesna and how people think he's still gonna win the Vesna, I have no idea. Because he's I not. don't, I don't see. He's no Tim Thomas. Yeah, he's a good goalie, no but Thomas. like. Robin Lehner's gonna win that. The, Someone said this to me. You're not gonna win a Stanley Cup with Tuca, and I kind of agree with that. No, Tim, uh, Tim Thomas had something that Tuca doesn't. He had two big brass steel fucking Ball. giant balls. He also had, he also had, had no brain. He had no brain. Yeah, but he stood on his head. Tuka Ra- I feel like Tuka Rask is way too that intelligent. That is the reason the Bruins won the Stanley Cup. Tim Thomas was crazy. He was good crazy, but he was crazy. The reason they won the Stanley Cup is Tim Thomas. That, someone said you're never going to win a Stanley Cup with Tuka Rask. He's too frail. And I agree with that. I feel like he's, I don't know what it is. He's in his own head. Yeah. 
He also seems like he's not a part of the team. Like, I've watched behind the B, and the way that they interact with each other, DeBrusque, McAvoy, Pasternak, Krejci, they're all really close to each other. He's like a relief pitcher or a starting pitcher where they're just weird. Tuka Rask, like, doesn't, he seems socially awkward, doesn't fit in with the rest of the guys, doesn't talk to them. Like, Brad Marchand posted a video with, um, it was everybody in a hotel room together after they had beaten the Maple Leafs in game six. And it was like Jake DeBrusque was in a was in a bathrobe or something. And that, oh, yeah. that was the point of the video. Tukaras was not in the room. No. I looked. I paused the video. Mean? It was almost every single player on the team. Tuka was nowhere to be found. <laughs> and I weird. he he pans the video behind him and in front. Tuka's just not in the video. Yeah, it's and weird. I can imagine Tuka like being in his room, freaking listening to like an audiobook. Like that's just like the type of character he is. I feel like he's not a part of the group. Goalie's a little weird, isn't it? Goalies are weird, but Tim well, Thomas was why, a part of the that's group. That's why when the Bruins gave up Martin Jones, I was a little bit mad. Yeah, I remember when we had him for two I know. minutes. It, it, no, it, Martin it, it, Jones? Yeah, we it, traded it, him it, 25 minutes no, after we got him. He sucks. Uh, he, Better than two guys. Yeah, no, he's not. In it my frustrated opinion. me. Okay, so if you look at, you're going to tell me that all-time save percentage. I know, but And you're going to tell like, me, like, all-time wins... You're gonna tell yeah, me. But yeah, but Martin is, Jones is, has not been Bruins, around for as long as Tuka. Look at Martin Jones' stats. Look yeah, but look at the reason the Bruins can't win a cup again is because of Tuka. He Agreed. can't stand on his head. But like, the so, reason they won at 11 is because of Tim, but Tim Thomas. Tim Thomas was unreal. That if we had Martin Jones, that we'd have a better chance. No. No. We'd have a much I don't chance. think so. I'm not saying that. I don't think Martin that. Jones is a great playoff. We do. He's in the playoffs right now, but he literally. I think he's with a worse team. Huh? I, I think agree. he's with a worse team in the playoffs right so. now. I think the Bruins are way better than the Sharks. I don't think that at all. I don't think the Sharks have enough components to the to Sharks have the run. a better defense. I think they'll if, go if to the Cup final. If you can't agree with that, then that's a got, better defense than us. Yeah. Yeah, they've got Velasic, Dude. they've got Burns, they've got Carlson. Mark Edward Velasic, Brent Burns, the, Eric Carlson. Um, yeah, but as it comes and then like Joe Pavelski is like their Bergeron. He's a defensive Joe guy. Joe Pavelski, Couture. Hurdle. He's their version. Thornton's old, but yeah. Um, who like, else they got? Um, they have that LeBanc, LeBlanc, LeBlanc. They have yeah. great offense. They have like Sorensen. I don't know. Uh, that guy's trash. They're a good team. I think they'll make it to the cup final, but I'm so, I no. don't know how much. They made Jones it last year. The they made it last year. So, no, two years ago. No, two years ago, yeah. Shit, really? Last yeah, year was last Knights year and Capitals. You're right, you're right, you're right. So, no, I think, I think the Sharks, like, defensively, they're better. Offensively, maybe not better because of the, you know, but they're they're right now the Bruins are not playing like they're better. I mean, especially with that well, first line. T- their top six guys have done nothing. Exactly. So I'm saying like that's, that's why. That's what you're saying though at the beginning. Yeah. Right? If they start producing, look the at only what, reason the bottom six are producing. The only right reason now. that game. Was, a, this is a tough time reason. to start playing. All right, now. go look up the the, the the final game scores between that series with the Knights and then like. Martin Jones gave up a shit ton of goals. That guy. He did. There was a lot of goals scored in that there series. Were. Even in Flurry didn't play game, well either. Even in that game, I mean, he gave up. No, but what, a hot four, take. I think five. that. Like four. we said, four, like we said, talking about the refs, how the Sharks got through, how he's holding them back, and how they got through. I, I honestly think that Colorado has a good chance of beating them. The I, Sharks have never had a household goaltender ever. No. Uh, uh, they had Niemi. Dude, had I didn't think Niemi was Vongolf household. Or Nabokov. No. Remember that guy? I didn't think Evgeny Nabokov was household either. Nabokov. When I think household, I think Carey Price, like names like that. Nabokov. That guy was... Evgeny Nabokov. You went to like the Islanders or whatever. Yeah, wherever. yeah I don't know. I think... They've the never league. had a household goal. They're a young franchise too. Like Niemi they haven't good. been around forever. What? Uh-uh. 
30 years. Niemi was good. Who's the worst goaltender in the NHL right now? Roberto Luongo. No, I don't know. <laughs> That's just not true. Yeah. You know who the best one is? And I think he's going to no, end actually, up winning. I'm not, I'm no, say, I think I, Martin I believe, Jones is down there. No, no, Martin no. Jones is down there. I think that the worst goaltender in the entire league, and I was going to say this, before this year started, because I was talking Excluding about backups. Excluding going, backups. Going to, just for starters, going at the beginning of the year, the, the main talk of who was the worst goaltender was Robin Leonard. And it's changed. Oh my God, he's playing, he's, great. he's playing great. He's playing great. Compared no. to when he was playing Bennington. at Buffalo... He's number one. Bennington. If Benning- you, if you no, Bennington. No, look at it. Bennington. No. You gotta look at the stats. No, no, no. Well, yeah, but they played. Bennington played seven I, in games. In my opinion, in my he opinion, seven regular season games. No, seven. I'm talking about like playoff. In my opinion, I think the goalies that have played. The oh, the best other so thing, far Bennington didn't start Leonard's playing until up there, February. Bennington's up there, and Bobrovsky's up there right now. I think Bennington could win the Calder. On absolutely. Are Bennington on should win the Calder. All three of those goalies are on fire, and that's. I mean, they're they're sparking their teams a little bit too, right? Bennington Col- deserves Columbus to win the Calder. Just tied the series. Colorado lost last Bennington night. Bennington won't win the Calder. I think it's gonna go. It's gonna go to Laner. I think. He's no, not Cal- No, rookie of the year. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh no, I think Elias Pettersson will pick up that. No, dude, I I th- I really think it should be Jordan Bennington. I do too. Jordan Bennington. I'm, I'm pulling for him. I'm pulling for him, but that, I think he might I win think it. I think that all the hype around Elias Pettersson and how good he was the whole year playing with Besser, it's got to be Carson Cool playing with Besser <laughs> and all those guys. I think that who are the Vesna yeah, finalists? Vasilevsky, Bennington, Vasilevsky, and Leonard. Bennington I and Leonard. Yep. And I think honestly, I'm not even gonna lie. I think. I, I think Haskinen got snubbed from the Calder. Oh, finals. he did. Got very snubbed. Look at what he's doing with the Stars on defense right Dude, now. Dude, Rasmus Dahlin did not do anything this year. No. I think uh, he's no, no, just... No, 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 He, he did. Remember, he, remember the, when this, the funny thing is, I, I said the same thing. I looked up his stats. The guy he had, had like stats. 30, 30 or 40 assists. He had like 10, 10 goals. He played well. The only thing is he's on Buffalo, right? Yeah. Dude, Buffalo went on that 10-game win streak, and after First that, the league. season just went Worst flat. team in the league. Literally went to the worst team in the league. Same exact thing happened. I mean, it's just... <laughs> it is... I mean, I, I think that that is why Dallin wasn't looked at as much. But the finalists were Dallin... Yeah, Ross was Dallin and Elias. Take Dallin out of that, right? Why don't you put Hayskin in it? Look at what he's doing in the playoffs. Yeah, he well, it's a regular season scored. award, though, so they're not allowed know, to look at playoffs. I know, I know, but it's like, even in the regular season, look at how good he was on defense. Yeah. I mean, that kid's going to be absolutely phenomenal. But, yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean... All right, so I want to introduce something new because we're coming to the end of the podcast that we're going to start doing at the end of every podcast is um, I'm going to ask just like... Five trivia questions, and we're gonna keep score throughout. We'll we'll alternate who's asking them. We have a group of four, so I guess we'll do like a little competition thing. I'm just gonna ask five NHL-based trivia questions, just for you know this since this is our first one, and it'll be like the questions will be related to like the stuff we talked about. So I pulled up five questions on my phone with the answers, and you get a point if you get it right. I'm just gonna gate gauge the room here. We'll go. We'll roll through five questions right now, and uh, and we'll sign off. Stuart, let's go! Get it out, yes, brother. Stuart, we're doing a trivia contest. <laughs> What's happening? Alright, Carp just, Carp just woke up from his nap mid podcast. Dude, it's like 2 30 in the morning. It is 2 23 a.m. in the morning, by the way, if you're wondering. Let's make this quick. I'm right. church in four hours. No, you don't. <laughs> go. In four hours at 6 a.m. 
Um, oh, that's nine, bad news. Go. We gotta go. Go, 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 go. Who, who was the first player in NHL history to score 100 points in a single season when he scored 126 points? Johnny Busick. Uh, it's gotta be Mark Messier. I know who this is, actually. Wait, no, I don't. But I, I have a good guess. Mark Messier. And I don't... I think it's... Wait, in the rookie season? No, in any season. Just take your time, hurry up. <laughs> so, the only player to score 126 first. points... First... The first player to score 126 points. Yeah, you got it. You went Three, late. Three, two, one. Ah, uh, Ovechkin. No, that's way too late. What? All three of you got it wrong. It's Phil Esposito in 1968. Number two. Who had their Detroit Red Wing number, number 12, retired in 1995? I don't know if anybody's going to get this because I have no idea who the fuck this is. Mike Babcock. <laughs> yes. No. All right, then just move on. Austin Matthews. Yeah, seriously, give us any one. All right, which player Willie was the Mays. first in the NHL to score a full-strength power play, shorthanded penalty shot, and open net goal in the same game? <laughs> what? Did you like, just that's read just us? Like, there's no, there's like no. That was like, like any All right, game, if like, I were to guess he could be, one he person. He could be a scrap player, he could just get lucky. I'll like, give you a hint, you, you all know who it is. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's any type, every single type of goal right, in one game. does he still play? No. Is he like a really... Timo Solani. Is he a legend? Is he a legend? Gordie Howe. Well, that anybody who's played before. Gordie Howe. Uh, Yarmir Yager. You can't take two Yarmir Yager. Yarmir Yager. Yarmir Yager. All right. I got Yager. Jerome Ginla. Stop guessing. Max Domi. Ty Domi, sorry. No. All right, you were close with Yarmir Yager. It was Lemieux. Oh, so I, I would have guessed Lemieux or Gretzky. Oh, I knew that. I've seen that on NHL Network before. You've seen that? No, I have. I and it says what, who is the first player, and then they pull it up and they show all the goals that he scored. Okay, which NHL player has played in the most regular season wins during his career? Gretzky. No. Corey Howe. I'm going to go with Corey Howe. Scott Stevens. The fuck Wait, that? <laughs> the Scott Red Stevens. Wings, uh, the the Devils guy. Oh, I didn't know we were naming irrelevant players. Is that the guy from Ducks? No. Oh, maybe he is. No, I think you know, he is. You know, all of us is zero. Okay, but which of the following? We're set... over. Yeah, you guys haven't caught one. We're gonna go until someone gets it right. No. Whoever gets it no, wrong. Which of the following set a record for being the youngest 100 point player? A. Wayne Gretzky. B. Bobby Orr. C. Rick McLeish. Or D. Dale Howard. Repeat the check. Repeat the question. Which of the following set a record? Bobby for, Orr. Which of the following set a record for being Bobby the youngest Orr. 100 point player? Bobby Orr. The options? Wayne. Bobby Orr. Gretz. Gretzky or McLeish Howarchuk? Or. 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 Uh, you need to take more time before you make your answer. <laughs> Seriously. Gretz. I'm encouraging yeah, you. Yeah, I know I need to. I need to. You're right. Because you're over. Right. We're all over. Or. It's no or. one else has gotten one right, so if you're going to criticize me. Yeah, but I mean, you haven't gotten one right. Go exactly. or, but in so Kahoot, it's if you answer closer. quicker, you go to the top of the leaderboard. <laughs> yeah, so so go, far, I'm, I'm in go, first just for answering no, quick with, and even I'm though we all zero. Go with fucking Dale. I go. Howard Chuck. Yeah. He got it right. Yay! <laughs> all right, I can go to bed. I win. I win. All right, I'm so obviously that will be more organized next time we do a trivia question thing at the end. Uh, but uh, more you know. organized? You mean less stupid questions? 
<laughs> Am I wrong? Like, Who why is, not? Like, good question. All right, I googled NHL trivia questions. Who stepped in a puddle when it was right? Right. He was the only player to get in a car accident on his way to the game, driving in the right-hand lane in a hybrid. Eddie Shore. Get out, score from both the blue line. <laughs> And the top of the circles. Okay, one you're making it sound side, like it was so random. Right it was who was who the youngest was player it? to score 100 points? And then you just name like you couldn't get that. Scott Stevens. Who was the player who got like, the most wins in his career? Who was the player who scored no, 100 no, points? No. The right, the youngest. All right, all right, all right, it's been real. Thanks for listening. All right, yeah. Well, Peace. thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> all right, thanks for listening to this podcast, boys. Uh, we'll, we'll have fun coming Don't at you soon. <laughs> yeah. See ya.